0: what's going on fellow A-plussers, Plusers? is I, your host as always, Adam Perez back once again with a brand new episode review as we are in fact set to get into Gotham Knights baby. Uh, I believe this is episode 11 if I'm not mistaken. I believe we might have ourselves maybe just two episodes left, Um, but it is in fact getting juicy. Let's just say that. Um, We even got the opportunity to briefly see some of the preview for next week's episode and it does not get any easier for Uh, our Gotham Knights or even Harvey Dent himself uh, as we wind up getting ourselves uh, a pretty good episode here this week as we get introduced to uh, Duella's mother in Jane Doe who finally has been released or escaped from uh, Arkham Asylum uh, and is definitely causing all sorts of trouble now that she certainly is out. So uh, I thought the addition for the most part of uh, Jane Doe in here uh, worked out pretty well um, when it comes to progressing a lot of the character storylines and some really great. sort of revelations sort of being revealed once again maybe not too many oh shit moments that i think that we're so accustomed to in here i might have had like one or two but nothing that like got me out of my seat despite the fact that i do think the um duella shooting harvey kind of came out of nowhere there was a part of me that was thinking to myself maybe duella will put the gun down maybe she'll turn it on her mom or something like that but Nope, she definitely is her mother's daughter to at least a certain extent. Um, And so uh, I thought it was a really fun time getting an opportunity to see what mother's uh, daughter relationship was kind of like between those two. And we do get further clarification on some of the uh relationship statuses here within these character uh for some of these characters. And I-, I gotta admit, man, the um Harper Um and Stephanie stuff is really growing on me. I think they have themselves an amazing connection. Look, I don't know about you guys, but that dance scene, I was like. It's getting hot in here, man. Like the eyes that they were giving each other, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like they are really into each other, uh, and there's a lot of chemistry uh, on screen between these two. So I'm glad that they decided to go ahead and stick with that, uh, and definitely go ahead and push forward with their story. Um, you know, listen, if anything. I continue to really enjoy just the row twins in general, Harper and especially Cullen in here. You know, Cullen getting the opportunity to really show Turner how much he appreciates him, really going out of his way to try and not only find Turner but sort of bring Turner kind of back into the fold. Uh, and so I also really appreciated just seeing these two guys um, just sort of hug it out uh, towards the very end uh, after all the hoops that these guys had to go ahead and jump through in order to go ahead and get Turner, who for the most part is just um, on on a high in this episode. Um, you know, really the idea of him and du- Duella hooking up in last week's episode, um, he's kind of got that fuck it sort of attitude. Um, you know, I don't know if it necessarily fits Turner so much. Uh, you know, like an afternoon out with Duella, I think he immediately realizes maybe this isn't the, the life for me, right? Like it was a lot of fun at first, um, but I think also the fact that he starts seeing some of Duella's other side Um, that she may be a lot like her mom maybe kind of worries him a little bit and you can kind of see him kind of taking a step back so uh, there is definitely that aspect of like hey you know maybe we're just kind of hooking up for fun Um, but Duella kind of maybe emotionally takes that uh, one step too far And, and what's interesting to me is seeing Duella along with her mom especially her mom when her mom reveals the relationship that she has with Harvey Dent you know the way that she sort of describes it almost kind of reminds me of turner and duella a little bit or at least that infatuation and attraction that you know, Jane Doe has to Harvey along with what Duella has uh, towards Turner. It almost feels eerily similar, uh, except uh, Turner doesn't have the dual personalities, right? Um, so uh, I did find that rather interesting and uh, just a fun adventure, not only for Duella here in this week's episode, but um, Turner who founds himself drunk and almost taken to prison uh thankfully the gotham knights were definitely there to go ahead and save him and bring him back to uh their hideout um but yeah overall i was a really big fan um this episode was pretty solid pretty solid in regards to a lot of the character growth if you will um So let's talk about some of these um, concepts and these ideas, shall we? In regards to um, really breaking down this episode. Um, So look, the one thing that really kind of jumps out at me—the Stephanie Brown stuff in this episode—I thought was really, really strong. Uh, I was kind of surprised that she was already at the GCPD, sort of ready to confess. Um, She's learned everything that she can about Lincoln March. Um, I think she might be kind of worried about what certainly has happened to Rhodey, uh, and she's coming out. to sign an affidavit and certainly tell the truth and leave it up to the GCPD to go ahead and call Lincoln March to notify him because of course the GCPD is certainly in his pocket and I really love the confrontation between Lincoln March and Stephanie I mean, I, I mean just talking about the idea of just a creeper uh creeper man trying to uh corner uh this girl here if you will and then you got to see Lincoln March really kind of pulling the strings in the quarter of the owls pulling the strings of bringing Stephanie's dad in right um, getting him for drug trafficking, I believe is what the the sentence was. Um, the idea of him really going to like different pharmacists or doctors and really trying to get these medications for his wife, which uh, has unfortunately turned illegal. Uh, and so I, I kind of thought the ultimatum in the situation that the court of owls put stephanie in was a pretty gnarly one to say the least to really make her have to choose right the idea of like hey we can either save your father and let him go or you know you can tell us where your friends are and we'll make kind of make this all go away right you tell us where your friends are we'll let your dad leave if not you know you'll get released but uh your dad's gonna have to spend some time here and her decision look. I don't blame her for the decision whatsoever. I love the fact that she calls out her dad for being sort of the person to enable her mom after all these years, right? Like the spinning that he tries to put on this story of like, your mother will die if I'm not there, right? Like, you know, I'm the only person that can kind of take care of her, yada, 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 blah, 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 enabler, enabler all day long. But Stephanie had an amazing performance. The actress that play Stephanie Brown in here had an amazing performance, especially when it came to standing up to her mom to the point of like, you can tell she literally has just had it Um, all the bickering all the blame throwing back on Stephanie the pointing of fingers the using her sort of thing she has just had it and I think what made that 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 moment even more powerful not just the idea of Stephanie standing up for herself but somebody else stepping up for herself um, stepping up for her the idea of Harper being there um, getting the opportunity to witness exactly what the real life of Stephanie Brown is like and completely opening the eyes for her and kind of taking off the blinders of thinking stephanie's like this spoiled brat if you will now getting an opportunity to see what her life is truly like and you got to think harper can certainly relate and probably all of that coming back up knowing who stephanie certainly is as a person definitely worth defending and the fact that she came to her defense told her mom off you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, I'm pretty sure that was a big step for Stephanie uh, in getting an opportunity to see somebody actually, st- you know, stand up for her for once in her life sort of thing. I highly doubt she's ever had anybody kind of do that for her. And so from that moment on, I just thought to myself, the sparks are getting ready to fly, baby. Like this is what was certainly needed to kind of draw that attraction and that connection once again. And then by the end of the episode, I mean, my goodness, um, it it. it pretty steamy uh, pretty hot pretty quick uh, from the dance floor to the hideout sort of thing Um, and I kind of also love the fact that she mentions after she winds up kissing Harper the idea that um the connection is there right that spark she says so that's what it feels like i i thought that was actually just really eye-opening for somebody like stephanie who probably thought that she was attracted to men or just only attracted to men but not feeling that spark but now kind of learning a little bit more about herself in regards to being with a woman at least i'm under the impression this is her very first time and it's sort of just changed her life if you will so uh i i just really enjoyed that moment not only for Stephanie, but also for uh, Harper as well, uh, as those two finally kind of come full circle, if you will. But I really enjoyed their storyline together. Um, Look, I continue to enjoy Duella and Turner together. Um, Look, I... A little bit disappointed in the idea that by the end of this episode you know duella ends up with her mom sort of on the run but she just completely left turner behind and listen she did walk away from turner in the bar so i i, I highly doubt that she cares i highly doubt that she even knows what her mom certainly did to um well i can't say did to turner turner literally passed out on his own from drinking too much um but um the fact that they just I'm pretty sure Duella had no idea the state in which she wind up leaving Turner in. So I do wonder if there's going to be a little bit of a clash between these two when they do end up possibly reuniting by the end of the episode, or maybe sometime in next week's episode. Who certainly knows? Uh, But they definitely have some talking that they have to kind of get out of the way. You know, sex is a very emotional sort of moment for people, uh, and the fact that you've shared that with somebody who's maybe not always mentally there in Duella. Like I'm pretty sure there's a lot more uh, feelings. Um, tied to it right I mean granted they didn't want to call each other uh, each other's boyfriend or girlfriend but you literally have him meeting your mom like on the very first time that you guys are certainly together sort of thing uh, wanting to run away with this kid who's just not used to this lifestyle right she just became very much infatuated with him I mean so it's going to be interesting to see like can you know Turner explain himself can they understand or get to the same page as to what they? truly really are what they're not, sort of thing, right? Is Turner just gonna sort of break her heart, uh, type of mentality? It, it's gonna be an interesting roller coaster, to say the least. But that's what happens. I'm telling you, these Wayne boys, when they like these crazy girls, that's what that's what happens. Sometimes you can find yourself a little bit too deep. And so, um, but I will say, it was a hilarious opening to this episode of um, horny and hornier. I believe is what Cullen wind up calling them as they both kind of went out. But they all you know the harper twins very much felt like mother and father to both of them like a the mom trying to talk to duella about like what did you do you know like they're like their parents uh trying to talk to them about the situations that they both found themselves in like are you sure this is a smart idea sort of thing and so just the back and forth and the editing between the conversations like what duella was saying what uh what turner was certainly saying sometimes the same thing sometimes the complete opposite i just thought it was really cool uh, way of editing Editing and just storytelling to go ahead and get um, the scene across, sort of thing. So, uh, a really great moments um, between Duella uh, and Turner in this episode. And if anything, I think one of my favorite moments definitely comes down to um, Harvey Dent along with Jane Doe uh, this huge revelation that we wind up getting um, so apparently Jane Doe had a relationship with Harvey um, but Harvey didn't know about it um, this is where his opposite self has has in fact come in um, and had a relationship with her so the opposite self man is just getting Harvey Dent in all types of trouble if it's not Lincoln March's wife uh, it's Jane Doe uh, and so apparently Jane Doe and Harvey Dent The opposite of him had a relationship, Um, but unfortunately, Jane Doe um, wind up getting pregnant and having a kid. Voila, we got Duella, but Jane spins the tale that Joker is actually her father Uh, and Duella spends her 18 years of life believing that Joker is, in fact, her father, when in reality, she does, in fact, find out in this episode that it's actually Harvey dent uh and that's where duella Dent's name comes from when it comes to dc comics now i do believe that she's had maybe different origin stories in the comics but they definitely went with this one if i'm not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong in the comment section box below um at first i wasn't quite sure whether or not it was something to believe i mean the words are in fact coming out of jane doe's mouth but it is pretty damn convincing um to the point where even harvey was kind of convinced and kind of pleading for his life in the sense of like it wasn't me it was my split personality i mean (laughs) good excuse harvey good excuse uh clearly she didn't believe you whatsoever um but um you know to the point to where she literally shoots the man uh and um luckily for harvey he is in fact saved by his court of owl coin that takes the bullet Uh, but not before not only him learning the truth but apparently so is everybody else as uh, he winds up waking up in the hospital to a breaking news report uh, that Harvey Dent is in fact the daughter of Duella Dent not going to look very good for his campaign or his run for mayor Um, so Dent just continues to just get just crap piled on him more and more and more and more and it almost very much feels like what the opposite said was very much true at some point in time Harvey when you can't get the justice that you want and things are just way too difficult and pile down on top of you you are going to ask for me to take over uh and I think we might be there in like two episodes so we'll see I mean look the the Gotham Knights or the CW Twitter page did go ahead and drop a brand New poster this week, I believe, of Harvey Dent, sort of. I don't want to say as two faced, but definitely teasing sort of the split personality. And I love the idea that it was the coin that takes a bullet because that's how you damage the coin, right? You got one side that's clean, the other side with a bullet dent in it, sort of thing. Um, so I definitely think he's going to be utilizing that very much so. Um, but the truth is, in fact, now out. But I thought it was a really great and intense scene here between Jane Doe, Duella, and Harvey as the truth in fact does kind of come out if we do have any honorable mentions in here um, Carrie's mom has her punished she's under punishment right now Cullen does in fact get the opportunity to sneak into Carrie's room to deliver the news about what's going on with Turner and Duella but she's pretty much a non-factor just letting them know like uh, you probably should go and find him Uh, and that's exactly what the, uh, the road twins end up doing And then last but not least, let's talk about Lincoln March and his wife, uh, Rebecca. Is that her name? Rebecca? I can't remember her name uh, off the top of my head. Um, You know, last week we had talked about the oh shit moment and the swerve of not only Lincoln March's wife killing Brody, but also suggesting the fact that she's sort of the all powerful head uh, of the Court of owls, right? Um, Kind of making Lincoln feel very much like just underneath her um which was a little bit of a bummer for me because lincoln for the most part has seemingly been a very formidable villain uh and it's really they really have pushed him to certainly look that way and i feel like they did that in this episode too in regards to like lincoln you know um shaking down um stephanie at the gcpd as well Uh, granted um stephanie doesn't listen to him and the kids are in fact sort of saved if you will so maybe lincoln didn't sort of finish the job that was given to him you know i'm gonna give this some time to grow because i didn't like the idea of her sort of being revealed as the big the big boss all of a sudden right i I kind of appreciated the role that they kind of had for her already and it's just for me it felt like it it takes lincoln march down a notch i said i use the words castrated but maybe that's a little bit too strong Of a word to use. And so, you know, after last week's episode, I thought to myself, I'm going to give this some time. You know, I felt like maybe I was a little bit too harsh or too quick to kind of judge the situation. Let me see with the few episodes left. How does Lincoln March's wife really showcase herself? How are things, uh, how are the tides going to turn now? Getting into this episode again, I think the issue that I have is the fact that she belittles him um i put in my notes i hate the fact that she has to put him down like he's a fucking idiot the way that she talks to him almost really just kind of um pertur- perturbed me if that was the word, if that's the word i'm looking for i don't think it's necessarily considering all the good moves that he has certainly made And I think that's what kind of ruffles my feathers the most. Almost like she dismisses him too quickly as this big bumbling idiot when that's never seemed the case to me. Just way too arrogant and snobby, um, I guess, considering just how I saw her before like it's just for me right now it's just too big of a leap to see her go from what i saw her at the beginning to all of a sudden now being the big head one in charge now look i do think that there are certain some positives to this new direction for her because now it does put her relationship and the situation between her harvey and lincoln that much more juicy and that much more interesting to me, like when she when she replaces messages at the very end of the, you know, I'll do anything to get you out or whatever I need to do sort of thing. It feels very much like plan is forming in her head or like she plans on utilizing that message to either make Harvey Dent's life worse um, or throw some wrench in the plans of Lincoln March or whatever the case may be. I I guess to me it's just the idea of her using him as a puppet or maybe not even necessarily as a puppet but just the the belittling of him. Like I just think you can get the same point across that you're in charge without making someone feel like such a big pile of shit at times and so i, I don't know we'll see I, i'm gonna give it some some time um i do think that there's a benefit to it but i also see a negative um to this new switching uh of the roles here between these two um but we'll see right lincoln still has his ace up his sleeve brody is in fact still alive i do believe he might win his mayoralship. Uh, Whether or not he just ends up being sort of another puppet for his wife. Um, Maybe that's what she had planned for him certainly all along. Um, but i'm gonna need to hear more from her about these overall plans and schemes and learn exactly what her overall role is because i've been completely 100 behind lincoln march uh and some of the things that he's done where she really hasn't proven too much to me as of yet so we'll see how it goes man a solid episode nothing really blew me away but i did think that we had some pretty good moments in here and some great character um uh pushing forward of these character arcs as well for some of these characters but guys listen i think end of the day these are just simply my a plus opinions i always want to know yours what did you guys think about episode number 11 of gotham knights let your thoughts be known in the comment section box below uh, and until uh, next week we'll definitely continue to discuss this matter until next week's episode but in the meantime do me a big favor as always take care of yourselves take care of each other and keep it a plus i'll talk to you later bye <music>